We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. No, because we're doing it, you know, with other guys contributing who we need to. And so they're finding their way as far as that. Um you know, starters are playing extremely well, getting off the great starts. But uh, when the bench comes in, there's no letdown. And so that's the main thing is is their con- contributions have been great. You know, they're all getting more comfortable and better. And that's why we're really extending those leads because there's no drop off when they come in. If anything, they're they're extending the leads. And so uh, I wouldn't say worried about that. There's things you want to fine tune and the rest situation that we talked about. But, uh, you know, you take a blowout win as much as you can to try to rest guys. And that means you're playing good basketball. Not worried about peaking too early, honestly. Turn it up, Justin. It's the second hour of WEEI Late Night with KJ. And the Celtics are on a run, baby. Yeah. That's Coach M.A. saying, I, I'm not too concerned about them peaking too early because if I told you in November that with, with only maybe a dozen or a handful games left in the season, that the Celtics would be within striking distance of the number one seed in the East? Are you kidding? Right now, the Celtics are in a three-way statistical tie with the 76ers in Bucks for second. That's absolutely crazy. Celtics have one more win than the Bucks and the 76ers and have one more loss than the Bucks and 76ers. But you're talking 6-20, 6-16. All two and a half games out of first. In the Eastern Conference, this team was in 10th with a bullet going down. Uh, this is why I say, and Justin, you may remember me saying that, thank you so much for being here, that this West Coast trip may be the part of the Jason Tatum all-NBA first team resume tape. I would say 9-1 and one in the month of March is not too bad. Yeah, my Ides of March, I think, had the Celtics potentially going 13-3, and three, and it looks very real. Like, towards the end of the month, I've got to go back and look at my Ides of March because it had, me, it had the Celtics getting to fourth. But the way things are turning out and the way that the 76ers are starting to fall apart, which I could kind of see when James Harden's on the team, Edward Scissorhands, Game 5, I mean, Game 7 for Houston. You have some things in place where the Celtics could end up the two seed. I, I think they might still, I think three now is a realistic possibility. But my goodness, winners of four in a row. Only team hider, hotter in the Eastern Conference are the are the Hornets. And they've got their own battles to win down there at, at the 8-9 slot with the Nets. Who won tonight? Man, it, I, I cannot believe. I'm just thinking about all the people, some of them who work here, who are ready to throw the babies out with the bathwater. I'm talking about Tatum and Brown. Trade one, do the other. I said, look, if you get rid of one, the other one's going to be on line two saying, get me out of here too. You got to keep them both. And then you almost feel like, hey, 
when the Celtics went to Oklahoma City tonight and they won by nine, I wouldn't let the score really fool you. It wasn't really close. That this is now a team that, hey, at one point you're like, this is a must-win game where they potentially can lose, just falling asleep to. Okay, this is a game where you believe you can get players rest. And after the clinic, the absolute clinic they put on Jokic last night and Denver, and I've always said, I'm not really sold on Denver because everything is on one guy's shoulders. (laughs) And then Jason Tatum got over him last night. All that scream, I think Joker still hears it. Ah! This is a night where tonight you're just like, Grant Williams dropping 20 points, taking 14 shots. Peyton Pritchard dropping 18, taking 13 shots. Six, a 5 or 11 from three. Tatum with 36. It, like, this guy's now doing this in his sleep. Jalen Brown with 25. These guys almost went for 30-30 again. In fact, here's Jason Tatum talking about the feeling they get when 30 for 30 comes to town. I think just trying to play the right way. Uh, making shots helps out a lot, but, uh, you know, just playing within the flow of the game. You know, it's nothing that, you know, we go into the game trying to do. It's just uh, playing the right way, moving the ball, and taking the shots that you're supposed to take. Yeah, I think teams know, and I've said this before, that it's very rare that you have two guys who can drop 30 in their sleep on a team, and then you have like a lot of guys chipping in 8 and 9 and 10 and 11 and 6. That's hard to beat in the NBA. Other thing I've mentioned is, look, Celtics hold teams to about 25 to 27 points per quarter. There's no one in the NBA that they can't beat. And what did, what did Malone say yesterday? Like, hey, just scoring 100 against the Celtics is like a celebration. Well, what do you know? Four times 24 is 96. You like my math, Justin? Is my is my math, my math is good. Yeah, don't ask me to correct it because I would not be able to. Well, four times 24? Well, it's real easy to do that. Well, four times 25 is 100, right? So just take off one of those 25s from four of them, and four times 24 is 96. My brain doesn't. I'm not a math guy. My me brain either. just doesn't work like that. Me either. See, that's why that's why it's smart to get married to a woman who's a math person. So that way you'd be like, sure, how much does it cost? There you go. Yeah, it just makes for an easy life. All right, so when the team comes back home Wednesday night against the Jazz and the Timberwolves, those are two tough games right there. Toronto's a tough – this is a tough stretch coming. Virtually no days off. And this is why you got to take care of business now. It's just good to see this team go on the road and just dominate, embarrass teams. 124 last night, 126 against Sacramento, 110 against Golden State, and held Golden State to 88 points. And then tonight, you know, it's kind of like, all right, street ball. You, you, You wouldn't even count the 123 held against them because, you know, if they really wanted to lock it down, it could have been 132 to 90 if they really wanted to. No Robert Williams, no Marcus Smart. Like defensive play, two of the top three defensive players of, of this year did not play tonight. So I, I think moving forward for this team, it, it it's what I felt they could do, and we see it happening now. 
And it's all based upon the strength of Tatum and Brown. And I think the fan base should kind of let go of this whole notion that existed just a few months ago. They can't coexist. Neither one of them is a star. You know, those were lazy narratives. Those are lazy narratives. I mean, for God's sakes, Jalen Brown had the kind of a little bit of a bum knee for like the first half of the first quarter of the season. And this is what you're getting now. Beating quality teams on the road. I forgot which game it was, but when the Celtics were doing so bad, that network opted out of that game and went to, and I think they decided to show a Memphis game. You think Network wants to opt out after these past three Sundays? Was that the TNT one against the Nets? The TNT game against the Nets. They opted out and decided to show another game. And that's when you say, wow, when has a Network ever opted out of showing a Celtics game? Okay, maybe when Rick Fox was here, but still. (laughs) Rick's a good guy. But I'm telling you, What has been on display the last three Sundays? America has woken up. Watch out for those Celtics. And again, as lazy as Philly looks, because the thing with with Embiid and and Harden, after that, you just got a bunch of guys that stand around. The Heat, very talented. An actual team would be a tough fight. But now if, if the Celtics are sitting in the three spot, I mean, enjoy Cleveland in the first round. Maybe you see Milwaukee in the second round. That'd be tough. But as the parody song said, take out Giannis, you're on your way to the NBA Finals. I just seriously believe that. This team is the best team in the NBA right now. I don't care what anybody says about anybody else. They're better than Memphis. They're better they're better than the Warriors. I've said this team was built to beat the Warriors. Maybe the Bucks, but again, wait and see. I mean, yeah, they got a couple of guys who can get you 30 on the Bucks, but Middleton will disappear. Been better this year, but he will disappear on you. Here's uh, uh, here's a uh, here, here's here's a uh, Jalen Brown talking about what it's like for him and Tatum to play together and off of each other. No satisfaction whatsoever, um, um, and I and I mean that. Um, to be honest, I think I could still play a lot better in spots. Um, I just want to get to the playoffs and be healthy. And I think we still have a lot of ba- a good a lot of good basketball to go. Um, so I'm excited about our future. Um, but no satisfaction um, whatsoever. And I'm not just saying that to say that. Um, we just got to take it one game at a time. Um, just because we won some games doesn't mean anything. Um, we still got a lot to do. We haven't proven ourselves. We, we're ready to get to the playoff stage and, and and turn things up. So no satisfaction from us. Shouldn't be any satisfaction from our, our fan base. You know, it feels great to win games. Um, absolutely. So I don't want to discredit that, um, especially with all the, the things that were going on earlier in the season. But um, still got a lot of leg room um, to go. So I'm looking forward to the future. I was one of them tough on the team. Wondered if they even cared about the pride of the city and the entire organization. If It was just another NBA team to them. Then I think one parody, I think I threw members of the Celtics into the Boston Harbor. 
like who should stay and who should go. I think that's what it was called. And ironically, what I, <laughs> I guess I was wrong about throwing Al Horford in at that time, right? But everybody else I kept, I kept both Williams. I kept two J's. I even kept Joe Johnson at the time, remember, when Joe Johnson was here? There was that literally like an eternity ago. It, it, look, there was a time where people were like, look, maybe you keep Joe Johnson around. These guys need to hear some more leadership. You know, ISO Joe may even be able to get you a couple of buckets. You know, Peyton Pritchard. What, what This is, he is setting himself to be potentially a Steve Kerr or a John Paxton in a key series. This I'm calling it now. There is going to come a possession where Peyton Pritchard is in that game and the defense is going to collapse to the paint and that ball gets kicked out. And you say, that's why they drafted him. And he's starting to get those shots off and hitting them. Because that was a bit of the concern. It's like, if you're not hitting the shots, we know we're not going to get any defense from you. You're like 5-4. But he's hitting those shots. He's getting in the rotation in key points of the game. Again, credit to Brad Stevens for getting rid of some of the dead weight. Romeo Langford. I was just kind of taking up space. You knew Schroeder didn't want to be here. We joked that any guy takes the number 71 and has a year to, and, 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 their, and their contract's up next year. They're not staying around to keep this number 71. We saw it with 97 with Evan Fournier. Yeah, exactly. Like, really, you're, you're, taking, you're taking the main Celtics number? <laughs> We're doing the G League numbers now, you know. But, yeah. And, and again, the calls for, ah, Emmy's overwhelmed. He's a first-year coach. This is what happens when you get a players together and they say who they want to be the coach. I think it only gets better. If you thought you saw some exciting basketball over the last week, the Jazz, then the Timberwolves, then at the Raptors, then the Heat, and then Indy, who gave it to us one time in the face, you're like, whoa. Wizards, Bulls, Bucks, Grizzlies. That's the rest of the season. So now's a great time to put all that good energy behind them, put that good mojo, because right now it's the Celtics and the Brewers that got people excited, and understandably so. All right, coming up on Late Night here on WEEI, we go through our March bracket here, where if I lose to Justin, I've got to Venmo him X amount of dollars for him to go on a dinner date. And if he loses to me, he's got to give me X amount of minutes to babysit so I can take my wife on a date. So we'll get to the March brackets. Plus, scared money don't make none. There's a couple of parlays, a two-leg parlay that could win you over $50,000. That's coming next. But right now, it's time to trend. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Sox were 5 nothing winners over the Braves in Fort Myers today as they advance to 5-0 and in Grapefruit League play. The Sox will visit the Rays tomorrow at 105. Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming have the call on 8.50 a.m. WEI and the Odyssey app. The Celtics defeated the Thunder 132-123 tonight. And with the win, the Celtics move into a virtual tie with the 76ers and the Bucks for second place in the East. Oh, and they're 9-1 in the month of March. 
The Bruins defeated the Canadians 3-2 in overtime with the game winner coming off the stick of Brad Marchand. Two goals from Marshy in that one as the Bruins are now tied for third place in the Atlantic Division That's with the crazy. Maple Leafs. Oh, man, that's showdown next week. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Remember when people were saying who's worse, the Celtics or Bruins? Now, who's better? Right. <laughs> Trent Brown, he's back with the Patriots on a two-year deal. The details for that one not yet released. The Patriots hosted Super Bowl forty-nine hero Malcolm Butler and free agent running back Leonard Fournette for visits today. That Malcolm Butler one could have been a little awkward. Yeah, so it'll be like, so hi, Bill. You want to um, tell me what happened yet? Well, you know, I think if it was ever revealed what happened, uh, it would probably be more negative of a reflection on maybe Malcolm Butler personally. And I think Bill is protecting the player more so than there is any type of, you know, high stakes drama. That, that's just my belief. That'll be one that we never get to the end. Because of. if there was seriously something wrong with the player, Bill would not have him back in here. But, you know, it did end today, KJ. Matt Ryan's career with the Falcons. He was traded to the Colts for a third-round pick in next month's draft. Did you say three? I'm just kidding. <laughs> in some broadcasting news, according to Andrew Marshan, Al Michaels has officially agreed to terms to do play-by-play for Thursday Night Football on Amazon with Kirk Herbstreet. Mike Tirico will now take over Sunday Night Football with Chris Collinsworth. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. WEEI. This is WEEI Late Night, streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Late Night, WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out with KJ. That is I. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Still to come, the results from Wrestle Madness. You have about 25 minutes to get your last votes in. For tonight's matchup between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Eddie Guerrero, a.k.a. I lie, I cheat, I steal. Justin used to listen to it as a kid. Mr. Morals, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that was the, I, I, McMahon, that, that was worse than, you know, Jimmy Snooker getting hit in the head in the face with a coconut and getting a banana rubbed in his face. Like, gosh, can you be more obvious with it, bro? All right. Uh, let's go to Paul in Westfield, a fan of the show and a, fav- and a friend of the show, uh, talking about Jason Tatum and the rise of the Celtics. Go ahead, Paul. Good to hear from you. KJ, this is awesome. This comment is dedicated to my buddy Mario at Silver Street Big Y. He passed away last week unexpectedly. He was a fan of you. He loved hearing us on the radio. And what we have here is a young romance, a love affair of the future. Barring an ELE, extinction-level event global, and we are witnessing already Jason Tatum past Ray Allen for most three points of all time. He's currently tied with the immoral and probably one of the greatest players ever, Larry Bird, for 50-plus point games. And as we all know, he's only 24. When you combine his age, what he's done now, this goes back to several years ago when I, like you, KJ, said, hey, they just took LeBron to game seven when they were nobodies. They look like Pippen, Jordan, and Grant. Except now it's Tatum, Brown, Williams, Williams. And Pirates of the Caribbean, Derek White, is turning out to be a much more cerebral player. 
in the proper environment with yeah. the proper coach, which you also mentioned our coach is much smarter than they expected, that kid, Derek White, is showing his ability to read the floor and distribute plays, which he wasn't showing at his other team where he was under-scheduled and under-promoted. This combination of players and what this team is doing currently right before our eyes, if they are not the best team in basketball, which K.J. thoughtfully and accurately recommended, they sure as hell are playing like the best team in basketball. And when you combine that devastating defense, Tatum is playing defense. The way they spread the floor, read what the other team is doing, and switch and adjust their defense and offense we had two 30-point dust-ups, another 10-point dust-up today. We are kicking ass and taking numbers, and I like it. Paul, first, thanks for the call. Second, my condolences on the passing of your friend, and I really appreciate those kind words. And you guys are all, you're always welcome to call here, man. Thanks so much. Now, you know, um, when when you have these modern teams, and, and this is where this is where I think probably at like the 30,000-foot level in terms of like ownership and GMs and presidents of teams, you start to think of who do you want to model your team after, right? If you know that there's not going to be the reemergence of a Jordan or there's not going to be an 18-year-old LeBron James coming to you, who are you going to model yourself after in this current game and environment? And I think what you're seeing from the Celtics is, is like the San Antonio Spurs with superstar wings, right? Where you're not going to re- you're not going to create a new Tim Duncan, but you're going to have an inside presence with Robert Williams, or you're going to have someone who's tough, like a Tim Duncan and Al Horford. Who, uh, I mean, remember when Al Horford first came to the Celtics, he was one of the top three in-demand power forward slash centers in the league. So his skills are still showing even more so than what his age is. And so to have that veteran leadership on the team, to have a couple of wing stars, role players, Great defense in the backcourt in a, in a guard-driven league now. This team is being built like the San Antonio Spurs. And I don't think it's any coincidence that that's where it, some of the areas of M.A. cut his teeth with Popovich. And so this Celtics team, man, it is just something to really sit back and enjoy. And sometimes it's a lot more enjoyable when you were watching when it sucked. <laughs> I remember back in November, early December, I was like, you know, look, I'm so sorry. You're probably throwing good beer at the TV. (laughs) And now, again, like what you saw in Denver last night is that feeling of like when your kid has been getting nothing but C's and D's in class and they come home with a B paper. I know because I know the look on my father's face when I finally did that. It was like a touching moment. But that's what last night was. Again, like I said, these remaining nine games are going to be tough. But I, I wouldn't worry about them falter moving moving forward. I, I think they're good. All right, Justin, March brackets. Uh, I, I, want, I haven't had a chance to look at the ones at WEEI uh, of where people stand right now, where whoever wins the brackets has a chance to win 500 bucks, right? So since you and I can't play that, uh, we have our own kind of bracket bet going. Now, how it works is for each round, there's a dollar or minute amount tied to those games. So all the second round games, so like when Gonzaga beat Memphis, okay, if you pick Gonzaga and Memphis, you you get $2 each. I get two minutes each. The idea is Justin's trying to win date money for me, for him to go out. Uh, 
I think the max I could give you is $314. Or Justin gives me babysitting time so I could take my wife out for dinner because I couldn't ask you for money, Justin. You're my producer, man. You're, you're my guy. So I, I will say, ask- KJ, the Chili's, uh, get, it was like a, like a coupon came in. Spend 30, <laughs> you get 10 off. I think that was an omen. It came in the mail today. You're planning. Like- you're, you're scheming and planning, and I'm kind of scared. So tonight, we, we'll go through what we've seen in the tournament, and then here in two minutes, we will get to our picks and find out who stands where in this my money versus Justin's time. So I, the first thing I got to say is my bracket died when Kentucky did. I have Kentucky winning the national championship. My entire Eastern bracket is done. No Sweet 16, nobody, no Elite Eight, nothing. And I'm embarrassed because my team is North Carolina. And I think they're probably, I think they have a chance to win it. I'll tell you that in five minutes. But I think they're the hottest team in this tournament. Like, could you stop North Carolina right now? I don't know. How's your East bracket look? For the East remaining, I only have uh, Purdue left. (laughs) I have Purdue losing to Virginia Tech. I'm sorry, I do have UCLA too. I have UCLA is the only team I still have sitting in my Eastern bracket. All right, let's go to the West bracket where Ar- I'm sorry, where Gonzaga is the number one seed. How is your bracket looking in the West? I have three of the four teams in the West. The one that was the one team I took a chance on this year was Vermont beating Arkansas in the first round. Didn't yeah, quite work out. It was close. It was close. I was getting ready to say, do we drug test here, WEEI? Because I have all <laughs> I have all four in that sweet sixty of the sweet sixteen. I have Gonzaga, Arkansas. Texas Tech and Duke, so that bracket is still alive. Let's go over to the South, where Arizona is the number one seed. How is your bracket looking? I have Arizona and Houston. That is correct. I had Colorado State and Villanova. I had Michigan losing in the round of 32. Wow. So in that one, I had Michigan winning over Colorado State. I had them beating Tennessee. I mean, I had Tennessee beating Michigan. I was wrong there. And then I had Tennessee going even further. So that's a problem right there. All right, and so to the Midwest bracket where Kansas is the number one. How's your bracket looking? That one looks good for the Kansas and Providence, but I had both Wisconsin and Auburn. What shockers those were. Yeah, I did too. Um, I still have Providence, and now, as crazy as this sounds, I believe even more so now that Providence has a chance to get to the Final Four. Over Kansas? Over Kansas. This is this is where Kansas usually wets the bed in the NCAA. I was just going to say, this is usually they do have a ch- tendency to choke, especially in the later rounds. I can definitely see it. Okay, so now as we get to the money portion of our segment here on WEI Late Night, in round one, or the second round, I had Gonzaga. Ar- so who I got right was Gonzaga, Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Texas Tech, uh Let's see, Michigan State was correct, but correct in that first round. So if I add up all of them, out of 32 possible games, I had 21 right. How many did you have? So if I, I thought we were going from division. So from the Western Conference in the round of 64, I had five correct there, so that would be five. Five. In the and East, then... I had six, so that'd be 11. That's 11. In the South, I had... Five more, so 17. Okay. And then in the Midwest, I had five more. 21. <laughs> Wouldn't that be 22? 17 plus five? Not a math guy, again, like no, I said earlier. You gave me five, six, five, five, oh. right? 
Might have to recheck. So in the wet in the Midwest, it was Auburn, Wisconsin, Providence, Creighton, Kansas. That's five. Yes. And then to the South, I had Arizona, Houston, Illinois, Tennessee, and Villanova. That's five. Okay. In the East, I had Baylor, North Carolina, St. Mary's, Purdue, and Murray State. That's five. And then I had the six in the Midwest, which was Gonzaga, Memphis, Texas Tech, Michigan State, Duke, and Alabama. Okay, so three fives makes 15, and a six makes 21. Times those by two, you've got $42 in food credit. I've got 42 minutes in babysitting credit. This is cool. All right, so now in the Sweet 16, which matchups do you have correct so far? And have... So tell me how many you have so far that are of the 16 teams, how many do you have? For fully correct matchups, I have three. I got the Gonzaga, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I'm sorry, I have the Texas Tech and Duke. I have mm-hmm. Arizona and Houston, and I have Kansas and Providence. Okay, so if there's 16 teams in the Sweet 16, how many teams do you have there total? I would have Gonzaga, okay, Texas Tech, Duke, okay. UCLA, Purdue, Arizona, Houston, so it's seven. Mm-hmm. Villanova, mm-hmm. Kansas, and Providence, so ten. Ten? So you have ten in the second one. Okay, so I have Gonzaga, Arizona, Texas Tech, Duke, that's four. UCLA, that's five. Arizona, six. Houston, seven. Villanova, eight. KU, nine. Providence, ten. Are, are you kidding me? We're in a virtual tie. Oh, it's going to go to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the right. National so, Championship. So you're thing. 10 times that by five, so that's 50 more dollars in credit. So you're up to $92 worth of dinner date money, and I am up to 92 minutes of babysitting money, of babysitting minutes. This is fa- this is better than the tournament. We're literally deadlocked in minutes and dollars. Is that not crazy? This is the madness of March. This, this is the madness. Well, this is the madness of late night. I mean, because we can't use the madness of March because not. <laughs> Hello. And did you use one shining moment as well to, for your little bet? So continue to stay tuned because uh, after the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, by next time we're together, we will know who have won those games. And we'll be getting closer. Now, keep in mind, is your, is your uh, national champion still alive? It is. I took Gonzaga, so they are still alive. Oh, mine is dead, and that's and that right there is worth fifty dollars itself. Oh my god, this might get ugly here. Okay, so hopefully you're. I, yeah, I, you, I I tried to play the women's bracket this year. You know, I'm kind of wrong. I was like, yeah, I'll just go bored and I might win. You know, <laughs> that's a joke. That's even harder to figure out than the men's bracket was. I know for so, the longest time it was UConn every year. Now yeah, it's kind of starting to fade I was, off. I was like Belichick trying to figure out like what to put together. Oh, it's 2014. I'll put together the same team. That's how I did my brackets. I'll put South Carolina, UConn, Tennessee, and Stanford. I'll win all the money. Yeah, right. That isn't happening. And Stanford was another good one. You're right. In the, in the women's tournament, they yeah, typically yeah, are that, pretty good. Yeah, but you know, I did not think that South Dakota State would be knocking off anybody. I did not see that coming. So, um, I, I yeah, I mean, when it comes to gambling, you know, look, let's just be honest. There's no money really moving on the on the women's tournament. It's all in the men's tournament. Maybe that'll change over time. But uh, there are some really good games that have happened over in the women's tournament as well. I've watched a few of them as well. KJ Late Night here on WEEI. All right, still to come, we will get the results of Wrestle Madness between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Eddie Guerrero. 
But since we've been talking about all this NCAA men's action, let's talk about some scared money and make some. Hit it, Justin. You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Mm-mm, don't be scared. Uh, scared money don't make none. The best role I ever had. Scared money don't make none. I like this one. One dog goes one way and the other dog goes the other way. Scared money don't make none. All right, now that we're down to the Sweet 16, there's some really great values. I've got a Sweet 16 three-leg parlay and three-leg parlay in the Iowa State-Miami game, and then I've got a two-leg parlay that's worth over $100,000. This is absolutely crazy. Sweet 16 three-leg, get ready for this, Justin. Take Arkansas over Gonzaga. It's an upset, but it's plus 310. Providence over Kansas at plus 275. And North Carolina over UCLA at plus 115. Now, because it's called scared money don't make none, you bet $1,000. That returns $32,056. Put $100 down, uh, $3,205. $10, $320. $1, $32.05. Is that fair? Just so that way I give people like... Just knock off the zeros if they are kind of a little bit scared. I don't want to be scared. Money make none. Kind of make some. KJ, we don't unit shame here on late night. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what? I, I'm right. And and I, I get that from when you won that UFC parlay. I was like, you know what? I cannot knock the $10 bet. Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. Iowa State, Miami. This game's already getting action. Now, here's a three-leg parlay. Take Miami to win at minus 145. Miami wins by 11 to 15 points plus 575 and the points total between 151 and 160 plus 700. So think of a game that's like 85-73, late fouls, free throws made. $1000 on that three-leg parlay will give you a return of $90,241. Nine hundred and two dollars forty-one cents. That better, Justin? Is that is that is that reduce some of the shame there? That is more in my wheelhouse <laughs> where I will put ten on. And if I see hey, nine hundred, if you want to impress the ladies, you got to show them that you're a high roller, even if you ain't. All right, here's a futures bet, two leg. That's it. This is unbelievable. When I put this in, pick North Carolina to win the national championship at plus three thousand. And Providence to the Final Four at plus six hundred, a thousand dollar bet will pay you, Justin, two hundred sixteen thousand dollars. Ten dollar bet, two thousand one hundred sixty dollars. And both teams could be seeing their hardest matchup in the tournament this week. Yeah, I really like North Carolina if they because the way it lays out, right? If Gonzaga, it's Gonzaga-Duke. I like Duke in that game because Duke beat them earlier this year. And where Carolina sits, if they beat UCLA, it becomes Carolina maybe against Purdue. Possibly. Or St. Mary's. <laughs> or, I mean, St. Peter's. Who is a 15 seed. Purdue there you go. three. So Carolina versus Duke in a Final Four matchup. Uh, yeah, Coach K, you remember your retirement ceremony? So you literally could have North Carolina in a final game. And again, I believe this is the week that Providence shocks the world and beats Kansas. But it won't be shocking to anybody who's ever bet money on Kansas to go past the Sweet 16 
and Paul Pierce is on the damn team. <laughs> ever tell, yeah, I ever tell you about that? The biggest one of the biggest bets I ever laid down was on that 97 Kansas team. I screamed out of my dorm room, Jesus, how do you lose when Rafe LaFred's Paul Pierce, uh, Oster Tag, who was the other guy that played in, he played in the NBA too. It was Rafe LaFred's. Like, uh, and what's the other guy? He was the uh, head coach for Orlando there for a second. Jacques Vaughn. All them on the same team and you don't win the national championship? Man. And just looking at how the bracket would play out, KJ, for the final four for Providence, if Providence is to beat Kansas, they would play either 11 seed Iowa State or the 10 seed in Miami. That's why I say Providence could be on its way to the final four. So get those bets in if you can. And please, when you bet, bet safely. All right, you can kill that. Man, I still can't believe our brackets have us at the same money and same minutes, 92. So right now, if I lost everything, if I, well, I didn't lose everything. So right now, you've got $92 in the date kitty. And you just used to say you just found a coupon? Yep, 30, uh, 10 off $30 or more. So <laughs> you're already budgeting this, huh? Well, I've got 92 minutes. See, that's not a lot of time. Like, if if my point stopped right now, that would only be one hour and 32 minutes of date time. That And it would take me at least 20. Like, <laughs> There's a spot in the seaport my wife loves. <laughs> I always tell them, like, why do you keep forgetting to bring a jacket down here? It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. It's going to freeze. But she loves a restaurant down there. I'm not going to say it out loud because they could pay. Just the same way I should have. There's a person I should have called for Wrestle Madness to have sponsored it. I, I messed that up. I absolutely messed that up. I'll say, I mentioned that here in a couple minutes. Well, we do it for the third annual next year. Now we just, you learn from the mistakes. Well, we could have had the money now. We could have right. had the it's money now. Right. I have the guy's phone number in my phone. Let's get him up on the Harbor One hotline right now. I don't know if I'd call him on the hotline because, you know, the Harbor One hotline is actually a paid for telephone number that you just can't out give out to your friends. <laughs> you can't. But yeah, I, at this NCAA tournament, those the games on Saturday were so, so good. Like, there's really a huge difference in the shooting capabilities <laughs> between the Thursday-Friday games and then the Saturday games. I even kind of checked out on some of the Sunday games yesterday because I thought it was kind of predictable, and I was, I was almost wrong. I should have watched that Arizona game. The Duke game was amazing yesterday, too. I, I did watch the Duke game. And I was just wanting so bad for Michigan State to pull that off. I wanted to see if Mike Krzyzewski would cry on live television or pout or tell everybody, that's enough. That was it. That was an embarrassment. I would have just, I mean, look, I, well, I went to college and my family's from North Carolina. It, like Carolina versus Duke runs deep into like disdain. <laughs> like, no, there's a guy. Please. No. Get, yeah, please, exactly. everyone be quiet. Let yeah, what a tool. It's unacceptable. Coach Dummy. He's he's someone called Coach Backwards K because sometimes it's missing. He gets worshipped everywhere else. Late night with KJ here on WE. I don't know. Like, I feel like I feel like I should mention a drink minimum with that drum roll there or something, you know. Uh the results of tonight's Wrestle Madness plus uh wow, what a night with the Bruins and what's happening in in the Eastern Conference in the NHL. It's it's a story in itself. Uh, plus Jake DeBrusque. Oh, the re-sign? I, I think I predicted he was going to stay. Final segment here of Late Night Next on WEEI. 
WEEI Late Night. On Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Tom Brady's uh, last touchdown football going for a half a million bucks to a guy just for Tom Brady to come out of retirement. Well, now he's kind of paying it forward, I guess you could say. He's trying to right the ship, as Mm -hmm. one says. Brady tweeted, hey, at FTX official, could we donate a Bitcoin to the charity of this person's choice? Now, I said it last week. I'll say it again. If you're... Okay. (laughs) Late night, KJ, W-E-E-I. That's Courtney on the Greg Hill Show discussing the football that went for $500,000 as Tom Brady's last thrown football. Uh, Did she miss in there that, hey, he tweeted, didn't we all learn the lesson that when Tom tweets, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's actual fact? Like, he's going to say, can we get the guy a Bitcoin? I don't know when. Maybe it crashes, you know? (laughs) Let's get him high. And then when he gets it, it, it drops low, you know? Everybody knows that that fine that 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 wavers that wavers. So it's like, we're, wouldn't you need to get him at least ten bitcoins to get back up to that five hundred thousand? Wouldn't you need like ten of them? <sighs> Greg Hill Show weekdays six a.m. here on Weei. I mean, that's funny because so many people and so many shows across the country, especially when you're talking about Tom Brady, a lot of us hang on to his every word. I'm that type of person. Who's like, oh yeah, well, did he? Did he hand in papers to the league? No. Well, he never retired then. Or maybe the hint of the Bucks are franchising Chris Godwin and they have no quarterback, or do they? Dun, 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 dun. Greg Hill Show, 6 a.m. tomorrow here on WEEI. Don't miss it. All right, before we get into the winner of Wrestle Madness, I had mentioned that I could kick myself for not contacting, I don't want to call him a friend, but an associate that I've known for several years now who loves wrestling and has an establishment that is just well-renowned. And to show that it's no BS that I'm saying this, Justin, did I not just text you his number redacted? You did You did send it, and I'm kind of bummed out. You didn't put that you scratched out the number because I would have asked for <laughs> a coupon. Yet. No, This is the no. second time tonight that I'm bringing up a coupon for a restaurant, but that, I totally would have taken one there. I love that see, place. Look, see, this place that we're talking about would be perfect, and I could kick myself for them not going to them and getting to sponsor Wrestle Madness. And I, I just, I, I like rolled over when we were halfway into it. I was just like, why did I not call my guy and get him to sponsor this? Maybe sales is listening, wakes up in the middle of the night. They're like, I like this show. I like the Justin Timberlake parody he did. I'm calling that dude tomorrow. I know exactly who he's talking about. But yeah, Justin, the reason why I had to redact the number is because that is a sacred contact. He he knows the meal that I like. We have good conversation when I stop in. Doesn't happen the, to be calamari by chance. No, it's not calamari, but it sounds like it. True story at this one particular place where they have performance performances there. Um, sitting here enjoying a meal, and suddenly this like cover band busts into Rick James, give it to me, baby. <laughs> it's like my friends would never believe this place exists. It's it's it's, it's an absolute gold mine. And uh I'll send him a text. No, I won't even I won't even do that. I'll I'll let sales go that route. But now the results of tonight's Wrestle Madness match for best. Microphone promo skills between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Eddie Guerrero is... Oh, hell yeah! 
Stone, Cold, Steve, Austin. What? What? Ain't no beer belly. That's a fuel tank for a whoop ass machine. And I'm about to open up a can on your ass right now. You remember that old rock band called Boston? What? If you want to hear The Rock and Stone Cold sing a duet together, give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! What? what? <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. I wondered if it would be close, but hey, Stone Cold's the winner. As the number one seed in his own bracket in his next matchup, he will go up against the winner of The Miz versus Shawn Michaels in a 2-3 matchup. Wrestle Madness is out of control! And thank you so much for being here on this out of control show as well. You can kiss my ass! (laughs) Oh man, think about this scenario that could potentially happen with the Bruins. Now they are tied with Toronto. This is absolutely... These next two games may be the games of the season part one and part two. Outright loss by Tampa to Carolina tomorrow night sets up the matchup of the year Thursday night where Tampa comes in at 84 points and the Bruins have 83. Now keep in mind, this is the Tampa's in the radar. I was watching the Tampa-Edmonton game about a week ago and Edmonton won that game like 2-1 but should have won it 4-0. I said, oh man, Tampa's leaking. And Thursday night would be the night for the Bruins to get them. And then if they beat Tampa, and then the Islanders, the matchup next week with Toronto would have potentially two teams tied with 87 points apiece, and it's Toronto. Oh, 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 oh. you know they say spring is best in New England, but my goodness, did you think it would have the Celtics and the Bruins smelling so good and Heim blooming with money and Bill spending none of it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Thank you so much for spending time with Late Night here on WEEI. I'm KJ. Follow us, Twitter, at WEEI, at KJ Carson, Justin, at Justin M. Turpin on Twitter. Brother, thank you so much again tonight. It's been a tremendous amount of fun, as always, with you. Have a great evening. Peace. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.